It's time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber. All right, Rady, that's right, folks, it's time to start your engines and get ready, because this week's edition of Southern Race Week, we're bumping, beating, and banging. We're making sure that you get up to speed on everything you need to know. If it's got four wheels and it goes real fast, thanks to our friends from the Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500 at Atlanta Motor Speedway, coming up March 13th, 14th, and 15th. This week's show is jam-packed, baby. That's right. We're going to catch up a little bit later on with Tim Bryant from Five Flag Speedway. Talk a little bit about some ARCA racing coming his way, plus a little bit of action going on this weekend over in Alabama and Montgomery. Motor Speedway. Plus, there's a big rumor going around that Gresham Motorsports Park might just be opening back up for a race coming up soon. So we're going to talk with him a little bit. Then we're going to catch up with Grant Thompson. He is uh, a 13-year-old driver out of Alabama and talk with him about how he got started and where he plans to be in the next 10 years. And then I'm going to catch up with uh, NHRA Champion, funny car champion, uh, Mr. Robert Height. But before we get the show started off here and get, get it rolling uh, at full speed, we want to check in with our buddies at the uh, Nashville Fairground Speedway. Scott, how are you doing, sir? Doing great. Thanks for having me on today. Well, listen, man. Uh, you know this uh, this past uh, this past week, man. We just had some tornadoes come through the music slash fairground speedway town. Are you? Are you okay? Is the track okay? It, it, it seems like Nashville is pulling together. Yeah, we're uh, we're very fortunate here on the south side of town. Everything on the fairgrounds, the racetrack, everything's intact, and uh, all of our our office staff, our officials, uh, everybody's uh, everybody's safe and, and doing all right. And we uh, want to know, want, want to remind everybody that uh, how long Fairground Speedway's been around. It's it's been around a minute there over there now. <laughs> Yeah, in 1904, the uh, the fairgrounds and racing started here, and uh, we've been an asphalt race track. This will be our 63rd season opener for pavement racing wow. coming up on Saturday, April 18th. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been here a, a while. It's a historic property. Uh, it's got all it's rich, very very rich with uh, with racing history, and we're excited to be able to continue the tradition and uh, enter a, a new era here with uh, bigger and better and brighter things to come on the horizon. Well, I just want you to know that uh, our hearts and prayers are going out uh, for you and your staff and the entire Nashville family. Uh, and uh, we have a lot of relationship with country music and uh, with iHeartRadio and, and iHeartCountry. And and uh, we, we just want to make sure everything's good. And, and, and we're going to keep the race in action going there because, I mean, heck, y'all been around longer than Atlanta Motor Speedway has. They're celebrating their 60th <laughs> anniversary this year for the folds of honor quick trip 500 uh let me ask you a little bit here what uh what's the, the racing season gonna when are we gonna kick off the racing season at the nashville fairground speedway so we have nine events scheduled this year the first one saturday april 18th opening night uh 63rd edition opening night for pavement and it's uh that's that's pretty cool to, to be a part of we're, we're very excited and then it just keeps on rolling from there because we're a couple weeks off and then May 1st, 2nd, and 3rd weekends, a huge weekend here at Nashville Fairgrounds Speedway. We've got the Arkham Menards East Series coming in for the Music City 200. That's paired with the Jeg Sierra All-Stars Tour. 
And we've got the USAC Silver Crown Champ Car Series coming in on Sunday with super late models. So both are, are very big days uh, and, and two national touring series for a major weekend. So we, we get started off in uh, in style, I guess you could say, with two big events, opening night, and then that first weekend of May. And if somebody wants to find out more information about the track and how to get tickets and the schedules as it comes about, Scott, where do we need to point them to, brother? So NashvilleFairgroundSpeedway.Racing. I know it's kind of a long one. NashvilleFairgroundSpeedway.Racing. Uh, that's our website. It's got all the scheduling information, ticket information, uh, latest news, all that good stuff can be found there. And, of course, we're on social media as well. Facebook, Nashville Fairgrounds Speedway, Twitter, at Race Fairgrounds. And uh, we're, we're getting information out as the, the season. It's, it's, it's race season. It's, uh, it's here. It's happening. You know, there's been a, quite a few uh, famous uh, NASCAR drivers that have raced at Nashville Speedway. But one of my famous, uh, favorite famous drivers uh, connected with music because I think my mom used to have a thing for him, and I, he may even be my dad. Uh, but uh, Marty Robbins, if I'm not mistaken, did Marty Robbins raced at Fairground Speedway in Nashville. Yes, yes, sure did. Sure did. Just the, the kind of the, the list of many that, that have raced here, both, uh, as you said, music, NASCAR, and, and just short track stars across America over the years have come from Nashville Fairground Speedway, and we're going to be able to continue that tradition in 2020. All right. Well, Scott, listen, again, let everybody know in Nashville that we're thinking about them, and um, we will uh, we'll get ready and get geared up to come see you in April as you kick off your season, okay? We're looking forward to that. Thank you. This is John Roberts from FS1, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Hi, race fans. Welcome back to this edition of Southern Race Week. Don't forget, you're looking for great racing action coming up in the next couple of weeks. This is the show to tune in and always check out us on Facebook, Southern Race Week on Facebook, facebook.com slash Southern Race Week, and on Twitter at SRW Radio. We're going to talk about some rumors, lies, and gossips of some things I've been seeing on Twitter and everything else, and I've turned to the man I know will tell me the God's honest truth about racing, and that is none other than the man himself from Five Flags Speedway, Tim Bryant. Tim, welcome back to the show, sir. Hey, WB. Always, always fun to talk to you guys. Man, I tell you, you know, at least I know with you, you tell me straight up, give it to me, the preach the gospel, and I ain't got to worry about, you know, uh, some bad information coming from you. So, it, <laughs> <clears throat> well, I tell you, you know, these days, uh, you know, it's hard to remember uh, a lot of things that you say. So, uh, if you ever say anything beyond the truth, why you can't remember, you can't remember what you said. So, uh, I've decided it's always best to be truthful. My wife and I were just talking the other day about how um, we were talking. I said, yeah, don't you remember that time we went to such and such racetrack, this, that, and the other? Said, don't you remember this time we went to did this, did this that, and the other? Don't and I, I remember this place because I did a remote 10 years ago here. She says, you can't remember what the hell you said to me last night at the dinner table. How do you remember something that happened 12 and 15 and 20 years ago? I was like, well, I guess you didn't say anything that was worth flip to me. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, <clears throat> needless to say, I didn't, I didn't get any loving that night. Uh, <laughs> Tim Bryant, uh, there, there's talks that the ARCA program is coming to Five Flags Speedway next weekend. Tell me about it, brother. Well, we're excited. The Pensacola 200 for the second year in a row uh, going on next weekend here, uh, this year at ARCA East uh, event. And uh, it'll be race number two on their schedule. They opened their season a few weeks back at New Smyrna Speedway and had a whale of a race. Uh, 
and uh, so we're we're excited about uh, what we got uh, what we got coming here next weekend. Of course, the ARCA series is in is in Phoenix this weekend, and uh, most of the competitors will be making their way back east to Pensacola. Uh, and uh, of course, uh, you know ARCA joined forces with the NASCAR K and N East series, so uh, we're expecting a, a stellar field of cars here uh, next Saturday night for the Pensacola 200. We're also excited. We're bringing in the Vores Compact Touring Series. First time ever here for this Midwestern-based uh, four-cylinder uh, uh, division, and we saw them race two or three times at Bristol. They put on a whale of a show, so we're excited about that. And we're also doing a couple of our local divisions, our outlaw division, our pure stock guys, something for the local people. So uh, we're really excited to get the season started off with a bang. Well, I want to know, because <clears throat> I know you're always looking for the next thing, the next race series to, to bring the town and to, to start up. When are you going to start having the electric car racing series? <laughs> well, i tell you, it's funny you say that, because uh, April the 25th, we're having, for about the sixth year in a row, I believe, the Electrathon Classic. What? It's actually put on by uh, what was the Southern Company. Uh, you know, uh, our local uh, utility provider down here has been Gulf Power for many years now. Yeah. They've been bought out by somebody else. But they sponsor this deal, and a group of uh, uh, schools, uh, some high schools, some colleges, uh, their engineering departments build electric cars, and they bring them out and run them around the track in a timed run. They don't go extremely fast. I'm going to tell you, it's not being on the edge of your seat type racing. But they see who can go the longest on battery life. So uh, it's uh, it's the wave of the future, and you know who knows what that's going to evolve into. You know, I w- and I'll send you a picture a little bit later on. My my area president, her son, just competed in. Uh, he competes in that type of program, and uh, just competed. And they get judged on uh, coming in the pits. They get judged on equipment failure. They get points deducted if a piece of equipment fails. They get deducted if they don't have their gloves on during practice or qualify. I mean, it this they. That's a that's a pretty cool little deal there for kids. It's it's way past the soapbox derby back in the day when you and I were trying to get involved with racing that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's 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 a little different. These guys are uh, are really smart, and I think our 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 world is in good hands knowing the the uh, the intelligence level of the of the youth coming up today. All right, so Five Flag Speedway next weekend, the ARCA Series is going to be returning there for the second meet. And uh, somebody wants more information about that, uh, we point them to the website of fiveflagspeedway.com. All right, now let me just see if I can pick your brain about this. I'm getting these strange emails, and I and I thought maybe I was getting an email from I don't know ten years ago, but I got an email that I could have sworn said that there was going to be a race and I saw the words Peach State and I saw Gresham and I think I saw something about May. Have is there is there about to be a race at Gresham Motorsports Park? <laughs> You're spot on. I mean Gresham comes back to life on uh, May 16th and 17th. It's uh, 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 a co-promotion with uh, with us here from Five Flags Speedway and uh, the Speed 51 group headed by Bob Dillner. We've teamed up, and along with the support from Jim Gresham and furnishing us a uh, what was a state-of-the-art, what is a state-of-the-art racing facility. Uh, been shuttered since 2014, and uh, you know we're bringing the track back to life. Mickey Kane uh, is uh, in charge of, uh, of the facility there. Uh, they're being the track is being worked on uh, as we speak, and uh, we're going to bring that thing back with the Southern Super Series event 
Uh, again, it's going to be on Sunday, May 17th. Uh, the preliminaries will be on uh, Saturday, May the 16th. Uh, the Wheelman Series, a Florida-based outlaw light model type series, is uh, going to be on the card for, for that day, uh, along with uh, Pro Trucks. And then on Sunday, along with Southern Super Series Peach State Classic, will be the Modified Mayhem Tour, some open-wheel cars. Uh, big weekend at Gresham. Uh, tickets uh, at racegmp.com. Went on sale yesterday. Online tickets are available. There's trackside parking. There's camping. Uh, reserve seat tickets, of course. And it's going to be a fun weekend. And I tell you, uh, the state of Georgia uh, has always been kind of the hub of short track racing, honestly. And that's coming from a Floridian. But, right. uh, you know, uh, the guys down at uh, Watermelon Capital Speedway uh, in Cordell do a fantastic job. Wayne Lyle and, and uh, David uh, uh, Sumner, uh, Ben Sumner, uh, also does a great job managing that track. They've had Speed Fest down there for several years. He's got a good local program going on. And uh, another track in Georgia is sorely needed to get some of those guys back going again. So uh, uh, we don't know what's ahead for Gresham Motorsports Park, but a lot of a lot of the future is gonna kind of kind of lie on the support that's shown for this event. If we get a good turnout for this event, why, uh, you know, there's probably going to be another event. And uh, that's certainly what we're hoping for uh, in terms of getting getting racing back, going strong in that section of Georgia. Well, if you just join us here on the old Southern Race Week on the Food Depot Hotline here, we've got the main man himself, Tim Bryant, a track promoter that uh, down with Five Flags Speedway works in conjunction with any. And I got to say, Tim, you work well with others, okay? I mean, if, if you'll work well with, with with mobiles and you'll work well even with that guy over there in alabama uh <coughs> you know uh but if you to bring and to help gresham motorsports park to get back open and uh to have a race like this man i tell you bro you you are a champion uh for the sport and you're right asphalt racing you know gresham motorsports park was going to be the the saving grace to when Lanier Speedway, you know, went away uh, because there used to be a lot of racers that came from the Carolinas and the Georgias and the Floridas that would that would come up and race in that that part of the woods and in Georgia. And, you know, Cordell does a great job, like you say, but, you know, we need some other places in Georgia uh, to to go along with the the great and wonderful program that you're doing at Five Flags Speedway and down there in Mobile, and of course our friends over in Montgomery and everything. So, um, man, so what's that? What's the website for the uh, the tickets to Gresham again? It's racegmp.com. Racegmp. We're we're excited, and we've talked to a few guys up there that have actually had their cars on jack stands since uh, Gresham Motorsports Park shut down. They, they're, they're not geared up to travel. They're local people. They need a local track. So uh, this is the, the first step in hopefully kind of reestablishing that. And by the way, if I can, you mentioned Montgomery. i got to mention my buddy Stan Narrison over there having the Alabama 200 this weekend. going to be a big event of a 200-lap pro-late model race uh, on Saturday night at Montgomery Motor Speedway. And then the, the week after our ARCA race, we're down at South Alabama Speedway with the Southern Super Series season opener, uh, the Rattler 250 at John Dykes' facility. So uh, uh, asphalt late model racing, alive and well. Uh, in the in the in the tri-state area. Awesome, 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 Tim. Well, listen, man, we do appreciate your time, and thank you for coming on the program today. And uh, again, if somebody y'all want some more information about Five Flags Speedway, check it out. Five Flags Speedway down in the beautiful, 
beautiful part of Florida, Pensacola. Great place to take the family to go do a little beach vacation. A great place to go see race and action anytime. Home of the snowball and the snowflake derby. And a home to Tim Bryant. And I will come up with any kind of racing series I possibly can to get race fans in the stands. Right? <laughs> WB, we appreciate everything you do for race. I'm Kelly Stavis, pit reporter for NASCAR on NBC, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. And we're back. Southern Race Week along the far-flung Southern Race Week radio network. It's Alfie bringing you yet again another brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week radio. And traditionally over the years of Southern Race Week radio, not only do we you know, focus on the world of NASCAR, NHRA, IndyCar, but we want to recognize the grassroots of racing. A lot of these drivers in these pro series start at short tracks, bandoleros, legend cars. And on the Food Depot hotline right now, we are welcoming in a very, very young driver with a very impressive resume so far. He is the uh, he became uh, the youngest driver in history to win a heat race and a feature race on the same night at Mobile International Speedway, get this, at the tender age of 13 years old. When I was 13, I was eating cereal, watching cartoons, and playing video games. And this kid is out on the track smoking a lot of the adults who are out there racing with him. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in, as I mentioned, only 13 years old, Mr. Grant It's kind of weird at 13 to say, Mr. Thompson, thank you so much for taking time and your day to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing good. Look, and listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I'd never heard of you before, and maybe because you're 13 and you've probably been doing this for just a couple of years so far, but going through your resume, I got to tell you, it is very, very impressive, the things you've done. You're the 2018 Southern Pro-Am Truck Series Rookie of the Year, you had three top threes, four top fives in a six starts, which is absolutely incredible. You're the 2019 Mobile International Speedway Pro Truck Champion as well, and just on and on and on with the accolades that we can go for you. But please, for our listeners out there who might not know about you, tell us a little bit about yourself. 13 years old, where are you from, and what year were you born? Because it's crazy to me. You are born in the year 2000. And six. Blows my well, mind. Well, um, my name is uh, Grant Thompson. I'm from Mobile, Alabama. I was born on February the 6th, 2006, and I've been racing ever since I was six years old, and it's just been a blast because my dad kind of started out the whole thing of he used to race uh, stock cars, and now mm-hmm. he passed it on to me, so it's a... Uh, it's been quite a journey through my career, but it's been a lot of fun. Did you go to your parents and tell them you wanted to do this? Well, basically, yes, because whenever uh, he raced, I went to the racetrack when I was just a toddler, and, you know, I was on, on top of the trailer and stuff, and when I was about four, I told him that I did want to end up driving a go-kart, so, but, you know, I did play other sports, too, like baseball and basketball and stuff, but, um... When my uh, my mom realized she signed me up for baseball, she realized that it wasn't the sport for me. But uh, when I was, you know, when I was five years old, I I got in a go kart and I practiced. But when I turned six, was my first race. So I mean, it you know it shocked my parents when I first told them that I did want to drive a race car because I mean driving a race car is a lot of money and it's definitely a factor in racing and. 
it, it's just been a lot of fun ever since we first started. And at first, I didn't really want to race because I was a little scared of it. And then I got used to it, and I was like, this is a blast. <laughs> so we just kept on going from there. <laughs> now, what did your parents say when you approached them about being interested in maybe pursuing a career in racing at such a young age? What, what did they say? Well, you know, they were talking to me about how you really have to stay committed to the sport. If, you, if this is what you really want to do, then we can do it. And, well, we really didn't quite talk about being committed exactly until I got a little bit older. Mm -hmm. But he was like, okay, we'll give it a try. If you don't like it, then we don't have to do it. So we rented uh, one of our local tracks here. And, you know, the first time I went out there, he was he was really scared because I didn't – he didn't know what was going to happen. And the funniest thing was I was, I was making some laps – and we watched this TV series, and they called them big crashes when they would wreck. And I spun out, and he runs up to me, and he goes, what happened? And I go, I made a big crash. <laughs> and he was like, okay, let's not do that. <laughs> uh, speaking with Grant Thompson here on Southern Racer Radio, short track driver at the age of 13, getting set to uh, get racing here in uh, 2020. And uh, Grant, let me ask you, what is the goal? What is your dream? Um, you know, is this something you want to pursue for the rest of your life? Would you like to get into the NASCAR Cup Series, or, or maybe is this just something fun you're doing as a hobby right now? What, like, where, where do you want to go with this? Well, I really do want to make it to the NASCAR Cup Series. It's been my dream ever since I started racing, and you know, a lot of a lot of kids my age don't really get to drive race cars in the first place. So, yeah, well, I mean, many of them can't even drive a car anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> They're not even right. They're not even driving. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, I'm been very fortunate enough to drive a race car, and you know where I'm at right now. It's it's just the first step of getting to the cup level, and I mean, I kind of I, I had you know I had that talk with my dad about a year or so ago that if I really wanted to stay committed to it to get the NASCAR, you have to make that decision, and you know. I, at the time, I thought I had the talent, and I really thought that I could do it. And so far, it's been going really, really well. Well, as you said, it's it costs a lot of money to be able to do this, to travel, you know, keep your car up to check, and make sure you, if you need parts, you got that available for you. You mentioned sponsors. People have helped you out along the way. I, I, I would love for you to have an opportunity to thank the sponsors who help you uh, week in and week out to be able to hit the road and travel to race in all these races you compete in throughout the year? Well, first off, I, you know, obviously I like to thank my dad and my mom, and uh, I like to thank Aerobodies, um, PFC Brakes, Bama Boring, and Universal Precast for everything they've done throughout my racing career. Now, Grant, looking at your schedule, you're going to be visiting this great state of Georgia throughout your racing uh, schedule here in 2020, so we're excited to have you uh, racing here in Georgia, and hopefully I'll be able to come out and, and check you out at one of these races and come on and say hello. So if our listeners want to find out your schedule, keep up with what's going on with you in social media world, where can they go to get information, your bio, check out your merchandise, and also get in touch with you and keep up with what's going on with you? Well, you can go to my website at Grant Thompson Racing. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Grant Thompson Racing. And you can uh, buy some merch if you want to and check out my 2020 schedule to see if I'm racing near you and you can come out and watch us one night. 
Well, uh, Grant, uh, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. Hopefully we can cross paths when you come into Georgia to race. And uh, maybe one day we'll be seeing you down the road racing right down the way from us at Atlanta Motor Speedway. So I uh, thank you so much for uh, joining us, and we'll talk to you hopefully again down the road and keep up with what's going on with your progress. Yes, thank you very much for having me. Hey, this is Jamie McMurray, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Hi, race fans. Welcome back to this edition of Southern Race Week right here on your great racing station. As always, we like to give you the lies, the rumors, the gossip, and get you plugged in, dialed in with the best drivers known on the circuit. I don't care if it's got four wheels and it goes real fast. We talk about it and cover it right here. Let's go and check out our driver of the week. He is 51 career wins in, 81 career finals. Rounds and a top speed of 339 miles an hour. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Robert Haight. Robert, welcome to the show, sir. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and hey, that'll wake you up. That'll wake you up, man. We have to. We have to. You know, I mean, with all this, uh, with all this rain that the South has been having, uh, you know, I mean, I'm about to be Chris Jansen and buy me a boat. For gosh sakes, man, I got to do something. I got you. I got you. <laughs> hey, Rob. Yeah, rain and rain and racing doesn't go together. Does not go well together at all. Well, listen. First off and foremost, okay, we got some rumors going around. Supposedly, there's a rumor going around on Instagram that you and Joey Logano got into it out of California. Yeah, we had a little showdown out there. Okay, tell me about that, brother. So we had a, it was fun. Um, we did this back in 2016, and and what the Auto Club and AAA is trying to do is you know, parlay this with the the presidential election. Gotcha. So we, we had a debate, and in 16, I was ready for this debate, and we did it in Texas. And it, another thing that's kind of a bummer, we always seem to do it at a NASCAR race rather than <laughs> get him out to an NHRA event, which, you know, our fans would eat him up. Right. So anyway, we, uh, we had this, and he was not prepared at all, and pretty sure I won that debate. And then... The fans that are at each event can vote for drags or checkered flags. Drags being drag racing, obviously, and Mm -hmm. checkered flags, NASCAR. And we beat them. At the end of the year, they tallied all the votes, and NHRA won. So we're we're back at it again this year. But I will say that Joey Logano showed up out here in California, and he he was ready to go. (laughs) He had some some good stuff, and I had to come back at him. And we had a lot of fun. And now it's up to the fans uh, for the rest of the year to vote. And we're hoping that uh, drag racing can stay on top of this little deal. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, if y'all just joined us here, we got Robert Height, uh, driver uh, in his own his third Funny Car World Championship. Uh, and I tell you, to have you on the show again with us is, is, a, is a great honor. And I'm glad to, glad to see that the NHRA fans are giving NASCAR fans a run for the money because, you know, um, we, we love anything that goes fast, of course. But, you know, to see you guys and gals on the NHRA drag racing circuit have to run run again and run again <laughs> it is like the best race in action every time i go to the track to see y'all run man it's it's super exciting yes it is and you know that's i think that's the reason nhra won the fans are are more engaged and more involved at an nhra event they can come in the pits and watch the teams work on the cars get drivers autographs you don't have to sit up in the stands for hours uh you know, and you watch around the racing and get up, move around, get ready to get back in the stands and watch some more. So, uh, you know, 
I think at the Midway displays where they'll do this voting, I think, you know, we get more interaction with the fans and um, they, and it also helps AAA and, and Auto Club get uh, new members and, you know, and sign-ups and they'll give them quotes on insurance. So it's a good deal. And, you know, it's some bragging rights when, when we can beat those guys. Exactly. And uh, if I'm uh, not mistaken now, with with a group of teammates like you have, you, you're surrounded by some, some great drivers around you, and you, you're also uh, very competitive. And while you your teammates not race against you sometimes, y'all all still want to go home and bragging about taking home the Wally, right? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, we're down to we have two do, two top fuel dragsters and two funny cars. So you know when we used we used to at one time have four funny cars and then we went to three funny cars and one dragster, and it just seemed like we were always running into each other. So having two and two works really well for our team. Yep, the dragsters can work together and help each other, learn from each other, and we do the same with the funny cars. So and. Uh, I've got the best, you know, that I'm racing against. That's John Force. Amen, brother. He is something else. He's almost as crazy as uh, as I am sometimes there. But uh, <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> well, Robert, let yeah. me let me ask you, man. You're getting ready to go into the Gator Nationals, baby. I'm talking March 12th through the 15th. What's uh, what's the thing that uh, whenever the schedule pops up with the Gator Nationals and heading down there uh, that you say, you know what? I know that we can expect this at the Gator Nationals. Is it a hot track? Is well, it a fast track? It's it's a really good racetrack. Uh, you know, we I'm the defending champion there. We won last year, and it was that was a big one to win. It was the 50th anniversary of the Gator Nationals, so that was that was a big one, and we got it done. And we gotta you know uh, go down there and and do it all over. It's it's a big race for a lot of reasons because it's the East Coast kickoff. Okay, yep. for NHRA drag racing, mm-hmm. we started out here on the West Coast, and then we get back to Gainesville. So it kicks off drag racing on the East, and uh, it's also where the you know Big Daddy Don Garlitz Hall of Fame is, the International Drag Racing Hall of Fame. Yep. So it seems like all the who's who of drag racing will be there. It's uh, just an exciting event. Fans come out; they love it. It's usually, you know, a sold out crowd, two or three days and uh, people just get into it. It's a lot of fun. We love going there, and I can't wait, actually, because the season gets started really slow. Uh, we've had going to have two weekends off after our last race, and that's not any fun. You want to you get back out there and get on the track and race because after our last race, we, we didn't do very well. John did. He got to the semis, but I didn't. I lost first round. We tested on Monday, came out of there running really well, and you want to get that back to the track and make sure you know that you're back on track so this is a tough two weekends off for me well let me ask you now because you know we're based out of atlanta and uh with the atlanta dragway uh, uh is one of our you know f- favorite home tracks if you will for the nhra drag racing uh, atlanta seems to always bring a a plethora of weather and make sure your, your tuners really have to keep sharp on the day-to-day the temperature of the track, temperature of the atmosphere, and everything else. It, does, how does that affect you as a driver? Well, I'm, I'm pretty confident in my guys that they, they can make the necessary changes, you know, given the, the atmospheric condition changes. I'm not worried about that. But, you know, kind of like I was uh, joking with Joey Logano this weekend, 
you know, we're in a in a seven layer fire suit. Okay, it's mm-hmm. it's really a fire suit. It's to protect you against the fire. Mm-hmm. And his little paper thin pajamas <laughs> with, uh, you know, logos on them. Uh-huh. That's that's not going to um, protect you against any fire. So, back to your question: when you're in the car and it's really hot, you know, it's it's miserable. Yeah. So, but you know, usually Atlanta is kind of when it kicks off that the hot summertime weather is here and you better get used to it yeah well listen uh robert let me ask you if somebody wants to go vote for you against the uh the joey laganas the nascar boys where do we need to point them to is there a website yes there there is and i should be more um yes uh we will have a link up on john force racing website to go and vote okay cool and we're all we're always posting on instagram facebook and twitter uh, there's, uh, you can text. So follow John Force Racing, follow Robert Height, and you'll uh, get all the instructions on where to vote. You can vote more than once and keep those votes coming so drags can win. You have a great time. Enjoy a little time off, but uh, we'll see you back at the track and be ready for this, uh, this Gator National coming up March 12th. Can't wait, and can't wait to get down to Atlanta and see you guys as well. Well, we'll be there, brother. 